0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast, and before we get started, I have to let you know or remind you that we sell coffee. We have two specialty roast blends, Summit View and Weekend Getaway. Uh, We love coffee, so that's what we decided to make as our merch, and we put a lot of time and effort into it, and uh, we love it, and we're biased, so I can say that 100%, but it's great coffee, and if you want to support the podcast, head over to 95Adventures.com or... Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Order some, and we will have it to your doorstep as soon as possible. You can sit out on one of these cold, crisp days, summer afternoons, evenings. I'm having a cup right now as I do this intro. And you can enjoy a tasty beverage and support the show. So thank you. We appreciate it. Now, after doing that commercial, let's get into this episode with a person who I'm a big fan of. That is Phil, the MMA dude. He is the co-host of the Split Decision Podcast. It's an MMA fighting podcast, and it's great. The two guys on there, him and the Fight Geek, go back and forth and banter, and it's, it's all authentic. It's just a great show. I've been a fan, so I asked him to be on, and this conversation was a blast. So, head on over and support Phil and the Fight Geek. Go to Split Decision Podcast, like, rate, and review because that is the best way to support someone who does a podcast and share on social media. If you enjoy MMA stuff and fighting stuff, you won't regret th- that decision at all. So, thank you, and thank you to Phil for being on. So, please, everybody, enjoy this really, really fun conversation with Phil, the MMA dude. All right, man. We're rocking and rolling. All right. Hey. All right, Phil. Thanks for being on, man. I guess it is Phil, right? The MMA dude? Yep. Yep. Phil is uh, Phil is the real name. Phil the MMA dude. Glad to be here. Thanks so much for the invite, Aaron. Really appreciate it. Oh, you bet, man. I listen to your podcast, uh, and one thing that I find I think that one, the one reason I like your podcast so much, and I was like, dude, I want to ask this guy to be on, is you and the Fight Geek almost rarely agree on something. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, uh, we've got a uh, we've got a older younger brother dynamic, and uh, that's all actually totally, uh, totally real. That that was one of the big things when we started the show was we wanted to make sure that we were never disagreeing just to disagree. Sometimes people uh, have asked that in the past. They haven't asked really so much recently. I think because uh, recently our fights have gotten even more heated. If anything, so you can't really fake that. Um, but we one thing we never ever uh, have done is is you know you know talk beforehand about anything. In fact, uh, I think one of the reasons the podcast works so well, Aaron, is we make sure to have as little personal contact, even via text throughout the week, as possible so that we can respond to each other's takes in real time on the show. So we don't even really talk very much besides recording the
0: show. That's a great idea because then it's like your fresh conversation of how you act. That's why it comes off so genuine because it's just a genuine conversation between two friends that enjoy MMA. Uh, i really appreciate it man thank you thank you we try to you know we try to do something uh, a little different than, than most of the mma podcasts out there and uh you know
1: it's a huge honor that uh to be chosen for uh for your show and and uh you know to come out here so thank you
0: oh no problem man no problem so how did you guys get started doing this like what what prompted the idea for you two to start the podcast in the first place yeah, so
1: um, I'm trying to think how long it's been now. We're coming up I think we're coming up on our on three years in April. That's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. So it all started uh, when I I created my my Twitter account uh, after a really bad breakup, and that's this was in 2016. I, I just had a horrible breakup. I had moved states. I was just in like I didn't know anyone in this new city. I was in a horrible state of mind. So I created a Twitter. I literally gave Phil the MMA dude zero thought on the you know when I made the name I gave it zero thought (laughs) you know I probably would have chosen I don't know maybe something else but um, that's what I went with and you know as I started to gain more more followers and a little bit more success I started uh, getting asked you know hey man you should do a podcast you can do a podcast and I come from a background of, of sports, but also, uh, also did a little bit of theater when I was younger, uh, just before high school. So, you know, I, I like that kind of thing. Uh, but I did know that I needed... Someone else because I can be uh, I can be a lot right there And you know that I can I can sort of have you know my hot takes and I can get very passionate and you know Frankly, I, I think I would have been a little annoying on my own if I'm being totally honest, bro uh, So I knew that I needed someone else and so about six months into being on MMA Twitter I started to you know ask around uh, ask people if they were interested in creating a you know a show potentially and what I basically started doing was did uh, I started having really short, uh, you know, one on one episodes with various people around MMA, Twitter, many of which, you know, uh, you would know today um, and, you know, almost not, not like a tryout. That makes me sound way more important than I am, but you know, like a tryout to just see how well we meshed. And, you know, oftentimes, for example, I found that people in me we're, we were green too often. So that was a big reason why they weren't chosen and 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 me and fight geek uh, legitimately we were friends but we also kind of weren't friends and that actually you know what I mean? It was, that was the key to it was that he was so he was he was not afraid to, to disagree with me, quite the opposite. He was not intimidated by, I don't know, some people seemed maybe like they wanted to agree or they were maybe scared of disagreeing or something and he was the total opposite. Strong personality like mine but just that clash and I knew that that, that spark was there so uh, I, I think it took about Three months of, of, of trying out a few people, and me and me and Fight Geek did at least three episodes that no one will ever hear that never went anywhere because they were just practice episodes. And then we got started. I, I want to say just before McGregor versus Khabib
0: uh, for UFC two twenty nine. So it all came together right on time. Isn't it crazy that's been that long ago? It's it's insane, bro. Like it, if you would have asked me when I created it,
1: how you know how long is this going to go? I would. We're, we just did we just finished episode 88. Uh, we just finished episode 88 yesterday. man, I don't I would have said ten episodes I'll be happy if we get through ten.
0: <laughs> now you're 80 something in and three years later you're rocking yeah. and rolling.
1: We used to fight so much. We used to get into a giant fight before actually I don't know if I should be saying this. Maybe Fikey's gonna get annoyed. But we you know, we used to fight so much before every episode even came out. I was like, man, this is not gonna work. But uh somehow it's like the odd couple, right? We've uh we've 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 managed to uh to make it work and it's uh it's it's been great, honestly. Couldn't ask for a better co-host.
0: Well yeah, and it takes it takes a lot. I, I totally agree with you, and uh like I like having friends that will disagree with me Anyway, like we'll have a conversation just like you two do on the on the podcast. We'll have a conversation and we'll disagree. I, I like being able to disagree with somebody and still be friends, like still like that person. Right. And and that's kind of what makes the world go around. If everybody just agrees and I'm like, well, you're just agreeing to be nice. And I don't really want that. Like I want, a you know, the real person that's sitting right in front of me. Um, so that's yeah. I mean, that's what makes it so great. To listen to and different from other MMA shows, but then not different from the MMA shows that I listen to that that find success I've seen. Like when it's genuine and you listen to an MMA show where people disagree, uh, because that's really their opinion. I I feel like that like just goes up like the show rises like your show is good. And I was like, man, I don't know the the sky's a limit for this thing. Have you guys even thought about that?
1: Yeah, I'm. I really appreciate the the kind words, Aaron. Uh, you know, our, the truth is our numbers keep going up. Uh, you know, perhaps not as quickly as we'd like, but the, the the nice thing about this is that our numbers are going nothing but but up, uh, and that that's meant a lot because we you know we we try to be weekly, but it's really sometimes it's just impossible. Um, you know, we both have. We we both aren't doing this full time right now, so we've got other uh, priorities. And you know the fact that that we continue to to increase with uh, in listeners, despite you know again we attempt to be weekly, but we're really more like. on average, 3.5 episodes a month. And uh, it just means so much because I know as a podcast fan myself, I get annoyed when podcasts I like skip a week. You know, I know that feeling completely. And so I'm always kind of cringing when that happens. But luckily, our audience has been loyal and then some because they're telling
0: their friends. Yeah. And you got to do what you got to do. Now, I do, I kind of think, so I, the only reason I got a Twitter account, I've said this many times is just to promote my podcast that's it like i didn't even have really have social media at all i didn't have a facebook page i got kicked off of facebook when i first made it twice (laughs) because i because i posted a picture of me and a fish and i was trying to make it like they said you got to make it look like it's a real person so i was trying to do that and i caught a fish and so i just put it on there as like a picture and they they shut me down i was like how am i getting kicked off facebook i just joined it was wild, okay. so but uh, but I just got the Twitter, and then I don't even know how I found you. I'm not even sure how I saw you out there, but your Twitter account is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, this guy's this guy's got the best MMA Twitter account. Well, thank you. I think it's uh,
1: you know I think that uh, I think it's a love it or hate it account. You know, um, people definitely, at least in my experience, um, I get. Thank you. First of all, thank you very much. That's extremely humbling, Aaron. I really appreciate your show and uh, and, and really appreciate that compliment. I think that from what I've uh, seen, you know, I get a lot of compliments uh, in my inbox, which I mean, that that always makes my day when I get a compliment in a DM. I mean, that seriously makes my day. I think people think I'm not looking at them or something. It's like, dude, I'm just I'm just a guy. Like, of course, I'm looking at him and they make my day. But I also see I'm also not stupid. And, you know, I'd say, I mean, they, I've got plenty of haters as well. So I'm a very polarizing figure, and I, I, I kind of knew I always would be, and I am i really embrace that. That's not something I'm afraid of. You know, um, a lot of the... And this is no shot at any of the Twitter accounts that are uh, bigger than me, but, you know, the, the, the notable ones that are bigger than me that are not, say, the Luke Thomases and Ariel Hawani's, you can count them on, like, one hand. Like, you know, you, you can count. And I, I'm not going to say the names because I have a lot of respect for them. But the, the thing about them is they, uh, they're either going in 100% with a comedy goal or they are 100% coming in with fight content, but no opinion because they don't want to alienate anyone. And I, by the way, I respect both approaches completely, especially if you're trying to build a business, but I knew that would never be me. I would always be opinionated. I would always be polarizing because of that. And I, and I'm, uh, you know, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of. I, I, I think that that's a differentiator
0: with me. Oh, for sure. That's what makes it, I mean, that's what makes it enjoyable to watch your Twitter and stuff. And to tell you the truth, like, I love it. MMA. I watch it and, and like, it, it's entertaining to me. In fact, I think the second date I took my wife on was to um, Cowboy Fighting Super Bowl weekend in Houston. And... <clears throat> Yeah, and that was just – it was super awesome, right? Like I I love the sport. I love um, everything about it. So I get a lot of my MMA news from Twitter and a lot of it from your site. And I'm like, oh, he has a podcast. I didn't even know you had a podcast until later. And I checked out your bio like well later. I was like, oh, he has a podcast. Let's check it out. And I was like, oh, it's a really good podcast. And so like it went from there. All of your opinions and stuff, does it come from like – obviously you know what you're talking about when you can smell the BS from a mile away, especially doing a show like yours, like any sports show you can smell. Like if you pay attention to any sport, basketball, football, you can see it coming when the person doesn't know what they're talking about. They've never done it. Um, anything like that. Have you, I mean, do you train in any of these, in these, uh, the, any of martial arts or is it just something where you pure look at the history and, and, you know, are just a student of the, of the sport.
1: Yeah, no, so I, uh, I train and I think that's where a lot of my passion comes from. So basically but long story short, I think I, I think I hinted earlier that, uh, I had done a little, uh, acting before high school and it's totally true. I was like this dorky theater kid. And then I, I came into high school and, uh, whatever, long story short, um, I was just, I was totally sick of theater. I didn't, I was sick of it. But I also had tried out other sports, a lot of sports. I just, you know, I, I wasn't any good at hockey. I wasn't any good at basketball, just being honest. Those were the two I kind of went out and tried, and I sucked, frankly. And I had done karate and gotten my purple belt, but, you know, that doesn't mean anything. I was a little kid. So what I did do is I took up boxing, and I, I fell in love with boxing very quickly. Uh, it, you know, it got me into phenomenal shape, but I also really loved the competition. Um, so, you know, entered a few, uh, junior tournaments, uh, this was all during high school, of course. And then after high school, when I, when I went over to college, that's when I started taking up Muay Thai and then, uh, BJJ, I started taking up actually only three years ago. So like around when the podcast started, I hadn't done any BJJ up until about three years ago, but, uh, fell in love with it, was doing it, uh, multiple times a week for the last two years. And then of course COVID
0: it. yeah then what do you do like how do you i actually ask that's for sure (laughs) well i actually so i had a guy that owns a studio on up in canada and uh i was asking him and he was like dude people are still doing it they're just not telling like they're they're doing it meeting up at houses people have mats and they go like it's hard to keep something that's such a passionate group of people and such a beneficial thing for them you can't just take it away from them and then not do it. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's real hard. So I mean, that I mean that's a bummer. Do you do the Mu- Are you able to still do the muay Thai and practice and hit pads and stuff like that at, at your gym? So not no. I mean, the short answer to your question, Aaron, is no. I
1: haven't. You know, I I uh, I live uh, in uh, Southern California, so um, oh. without getting into politics, they're pretty they're pretty strict on all that there. Um, so I, uh, my Muay Thai gym has not reopened. In fact, I'm extremely concerned that they're going to go under. You know, with uh, with with the prolonged wait, uh, and you know, actually, it's, it's horrible. It was like my big nightmare happened this year. Because I always said, you know, look, I'm going to look like a little cartoon on my Twitter. So I almost feel an obligation to stay in shape because people are going to think I'm some like big fat dude, and I I'm not that. So, uh, it, you know what happened, Aaron? You know what happened this year is I I put on 25 pounds of fat. It was horrible. So uh, I've been I've been losing that for the past two months. Uh, I've still got about ten
0: pounds to go, but I'm getting I'm getting pretty close. Now, how are you losing it then? Like, if you're not going I'm, to the gym, what are you, what are you taking up to lose I'm it? I'm losing it. I'm dude. I'm on I'm on this
1: frigging stairmaster. At my parents' house in Chicago. Then when I came back to, to California, I'm just literally jogging and even walking. I didn't even think walking could work, but I've started walking five hours a day.
0: I'm dude. It so. I'm big into the fitness thing and CrossFit and like, yeah. but it doesn't matter to me. I, I like all sorts of different movements and everything. It's just whatever floats your boat. It's whatever works. That's why I asked the question. And but yeah, walking like walking and hiking and any of that stuff where it gets you moving, dude, it all works. I love that,
1: and I love hiking. You mentioned hiking. I love hiking. That's you know uh, a big reason why I you know live in California is actually the hiking. So. I'm really just – but it's been a struggle. I mean I'm not going to lie. It, it, has it been a struggle to keep my weight? Oh, yeah, especially with COVID and, you know, you can't see your friends. I, you know, uh I had a girlfriend for like six months during COVID. We broke up like maybe I think just when I realized how fat I was. So that was bad because then I was single and fat. <laughs> um, and Um uh But, yeah, man, like it's just been – it's been a, it's been a crazy year, and, and keeping I don't know how so many people are keeping in shape, but hats off to everyone who who's doing that. And it seems to be the majority of people. I don't know how you guys are doing
0: it. Uh, I don't know if it's the majority. I actually see it takes so doing like competitive stuff in the in that world, and just I mean on a very small level, but just all it takes a lot to get motivated to do it on your own. Like we have a garage gym, and I can you know I can motivate myself to go out there and and. Work out, but it's very difficult, even for me, who's someone who's like can be committed to it. It's difficult to do it on your own, like having accountability partners and going to places and and having friends that you go see because you've got busy jobs and you're working and everything's going on, and you just want that hour of just hey, I just want to be somebody else for an hour or just me for an hour without work or anything and the stress. And it motivates you. You work out with somebody and you see them suffering. So you're suffering with them. And it's, I mean, that's easier to do. It's way better and way easier for you to get in shape. Yeah. You you nailed it completely when you said accountability, Aaron.
1: Uh, And that's exactly what it is. And, you know, especially I think in combat sports, I don't know if, well, maybe it's unfair for me to say it might be harder for people that did combat sports as opposed to you know other aerobic classes that may not be fair but I'm just thinking for myself personally I can only speak for my uh myself you know uh I had a Muay Thai gym uh back when I lived in Chicago that I was very passionate about uh because I just had I was very close with one of the coaches and I had a you know he was a he was an actual pro MMA fighter himself he was an extremely talented guy and I just felt very lucky to be learning from him and there were so many days that i didn't want to go i mean so many way too many to count but i just thought what am i gonna humiliate myself in in front of coach i'm I'm gonna tell him i'm i'm not coming like no way I, i can't do that i can never look at him again right and and that was good for me to have that uh, that sort of, you know, he was holding me accountable and my teammates would hold me accountable. Same thing. You know, you'd always ask where someone was if they were gone. And that was that unit, that cohesive unit was so helpful. Um, so, you know, definitely been a bit of a struggle, uh, with, with COVID, but Hey, I know it's been a struggle for everyone, so I can't really complain. It's been, it's been hard for everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it has been. And I say that because if anybody is listening that like like you, that is put on you put on extra weight, or you've, uh, you've been overweight, and you you want it's to get in shape. Off, Aaron. it's almost off now. <laughs> there you go. It's that's on the That's perfect. That's perfect. That's awesome, man. That really is awesome. But uh, it's Sorry, it's, go ahead. it's like it's one of those things where I, I want like I I want to spread the message as much as possible that. It is difficult for anybody, whether you're in shape, whether you're out of shape, you know, whatever it is, to get motivated on your own. It's very difficult to just suck it up and and go. No, I need to walk out there. I've, I bought all this stuff during COVID. It's in the garage. Go out there and do ten minutes. That's all you need. Ten minutes, you know, yep. and then and then you're done, and you've you've got the work in. If you keep creating that habit, it's like it's like doing your podcast. You know, you try your best to get once a week. But it's you know you said like three to four a month, right? Sometimes right. three a month. But if you let that slack, like if you're like, oh, it's okay, I'll, I'll miss this one. Oh, it's okay, I'll miss that one. The next thing you know, you like a month later, two months later, then you've quit the podcast.
1: Yep, it's a dangerous and it's, it's a
0: slippery slope. Yep. So does the fight geek work out too? I mean, does he uh, does is he like uh, do martial arts as well or? He yeah he, he does although he uh not he, he doesn't do muay thai and, and, and bjj he's a boxer okay well still it's yeah. I mean it's a, it's it's a it's a fighting art if yeah. you want to say like the sweet science right yep absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. um, people always
1: ask uh, who would win if we sparred um, I'm uh, i definitely I'm definitely a little a little taller than him so I don't know that it would be entirely fair but. He's a he's a fire he's a fiery guy. So uh, I'm sure that uh, regardless regardless of who would win,
0: uh, I have no doubt that both of us would get pretty hurt. <laughs> yeah, and it also depends on whether you're sparring Muay Thai or whether you're doing boxing, right?
1: Exactly. Oh, exactly. I mean, I would assume that he would insist on boxing. You know. For- <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I just know that regardless of who would win, the other one would make sure the other dude didn't leave looking pretty.
0: (laughs) You'd take out some of that disagreement aggression on each other. Exactly, man. (laughs) Healthiest way to do it, right? Uh, Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So... The what was what was I? I? Dude, I had I always I always do this. I have a thought while we're talking, and then in the middle. Oh, I was saying boxing. You you brought up boxing, and I've actually so I lost interest in boxing quite a long time, like a while back. It just got too uh, gimmicky and not real because nobody's the champs aren't fighting each other. You know they're all in disagreements. It's it was like. Why do I want to watch this dude fight an up-and-comer for the belt? Like, this guy's going to smash him when this guy's sitting right over here that's obviously the contender that could beat him, and they're not fighting, right? It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Oh, it's, it's a broken sport.
0: Totally broken sport. But this past probably two years, I guess, it's, been, it's getting a little bit more entertaining. And uh, yeah. like it seems like it is anyway, <laughs> you know? I've watched Loma yeah. che- a couple Lomacheco fights, um, which he's he was fantastic to watch, but this last one was amazing because the other dude was fantastic. Uh, I even forgot his name just because Lomacheco's so popular and I'm oh, out of Lopez. boxing. Lopez. 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 Yeah, yeah. And he was fan- like, I was like, holy crap, this guy's going to beat him. I knew that in like the third round. I go, this guy's going to beat him. Like, he's got him. So um, it was, yep. yeah, it's just been entertaining. Like, at, do you guys do boxing on yours as well?
1: So that's a great question. You know, we uh we started off the show absolutely covering boxing, and we drifted we drifted away from it. Honestly, uh we 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 cover the biggest fights. Um, we cover the ones that are really you know I'll look at my timeline on 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 Twitter, kind of see you know if people are really excited about a big boxing match. You know, for example, we covered uh, both you know. Uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fights. We covered those, of course. We covered the Anthony Joshua, the Lomachenko stuff. Uh, but, but in general, I'd say we're ninety five percent mixed martial
0: arts. Well, I guess it's pretty tough. I mean, like, like me, I'm more entertained by the MMA, which I feel like most every, like the majority of people are going that direction because it is. I mean, say what you want to about Dana White and all his stuff. He he's a knucklehead, uh, but you know what they do they get the best people to fight each other and that is what everybody wants they want to see that
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, um, you know, that's what kind of got me into into uh, MMA, uh, you know, over boxing. You mentioned the boxing, you know, never has the best fight the best. Obviously, that's completely true. And, uh, you know, I was brought up watching boxing with my dad. That's what had me go out, you know, my freshman year of high school and try out boxing because i had been watching with my dad for a bunch of years. But uh, once I once I started watching MMA, I mean, man, it's, it's real hard to uh, to go back to to watching boxing. And the other reason I should mention real quick that that we don't go into boxing as much on the show is, you know, honestly speaking, we just don't feel nearly as qualified to talk about it. We, uh, we both feel that we know mixed, I know, I certainly feel that I know mixed martial arts, I know I know mixed martial arts, you know, far, far, far better than I do boxing. Uh, there's still things in boxing, technical things that I don't always see or understand, so I don't always feel uh, 100% confident even even speaking about it, so that's really why we, we stick to MMA.
0: So do you, do you go back and do you just like watch fights? Is that how you research your stuff? Or do you like read articles? And I mean, what, what goes into preparation for just learning? I mean, it, it's one thing to do it and to understand it, but then it's another thing to know what you're talking about as well when you put all this stuff together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So do you mean um, like in terms of like preparing for ch- like picking fights for like an upcoming card for an episode?
0: Yeah, or, or just even talking about like, the matchups and how fi- one fighter fares against another fighter and, you know, like the whole situation with the UFC dropping fighters and knowing how good that fighter actually is, whether they should or shouldn't be dropped and whether that is a bad decision. I mean, you know, a lot of the backgrounds of a lot of the people that are fighting is what I'm saying. Like, you, you know, yeah. all encompassing stuff like um, so I was wondering if you just go back and watch these guys fight history or if you read articles, or if you just pay attention as as life is going, like you just watch them as they're fighting.
1: Yeah. So you know, the short answer is I live, breathe, and eat mixed martial arts. Again, it's not what I do uh, professionally. It's not what I do for my day job, but it's my passion outside of that. So uh, you know, I've been watching it for for many many years. So I think that helps a lot. I'm trying to think of exactly. Uh, I could, you know, I could tell you the, uh, the promotion, you know, world extreme cage fighting. That probably doesn't mean anything to you. It's not really well known. It it no longer exists and the UFC eventually bought it, but I, I, uh, grew up. That's how I was introduced to MMA. I didn't start watching the UFC. That's not how I got started. I got started watching on cable. As I, I believe, like you know, a freshman in high school, around the time I started boxing, uh, I just had it on cable, and, and they had this thing WEC. I started watching it. They had this guy named Uriah Faber on, and I loved him. He was the California kid, and uh, I just started following all those guys. And as soon as the UFC, uh, you know, went in and, and bottom, I, I, I came with, and uh, really been uh, been a huge diehard diehard MMA fan. Really since, you know, I want to say pretty much since I, I first uh, started watching it, you know, through the, in the WEC days. And that, that was at least, oh man, that was at least uh, 14 years ago. Probably more, yeah, I'm not good, more than 14 years ago.
0: Man, I'm, I'm 40 years old and I've loved the boxing and the, that sort of stuff, like, from a very young age. And so I remember renting Blockbuster Video. I want to say it was UFC 4. I don't know which one it was. They had sure. it there. It was very early on. Like you get the Gracies. You got the – I forgot the big dude's name. The big uh, – he was a big dude that wore a Like a oh, really yeah. overweight dude fighting like little guys. Uh, Vitor Belfort was in them. I remember sure. that. Uh, we used to rent the um, – I think it was King of the Cage as well. Like yep. All of those things we used to run them. So, yeah, I know exactly what the WC is. Uh, oh, okay. Then, yeah. I, oh,
1: bad. then I came off like a condescending.
0: No, okay. no, not at all, man. Because I'm sure a lot of people don't have any clue what those things. Like, I'm sure a lot of people don't know what those things are. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you really had to, at that point in time, you really had to pay attention to the sport or be a fan of it. Because it was such a niche thing. And that wasn't really, like, just promoted everywhere. You had to, like, know it.
1: Oh yeah, I remember it just, you know, I literally had, I think I was like, you know, it'd be like I was watching cops, you know, just, you know, on some channel and boom, it just showed up. I mean, I literally stumbled on it.
0: <laughs> and you're like, oh, this thing's awesome.
1: Yeah. I was like, this is like boxing, but cooler.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well now, do you, you guys, have you guys been to any events that like you talk about? Have you set something up? We're like, Hey, we're going to go to these events. Um, because the way it seems like this whole podcast thing is going to me and just from the outside looking in is that the future of it, and I don't know if you've ever thought about it or what, but is being part of that press system for, you know, these fights, like going to the actual locations and reporting on them, like asking questions and then coming back so you can say it on your podcast and that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I've been, um, so we, we we've talked about going to events together in the past, uh, it uh, it never quite worked out, um, you know. I've we saw UFC 230 uh, together at his place in Arizona because uh, I was visiting Arizona for work, and so that was very convenient. Um, but that was the only event that we've actually seen together. We've spoken about meeting up for events, uh, but Fight Geeks married. Um, I'm I'm single. I'm in my uh, early thirties. I'm 32. Not early, I don't know, if that's still early 30s, don't get me started, I'm going to get depressed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, I, So you know, he's married, he's got that whole thing, but... Um... You know, I'm very lucky in that I've been able to forge strong relationships with a lot of fighters. Some of them, the best in the world. Some, you know, at the top of the divisions, through my Twitter account. So, uh, just for example, you know, I had um, an exclusive one-on-one interview with the
0: number one welterweight contender a few months ago, Gilbert Burns, and Whoa. Uh, he's a good friend of mine to this day. And
1: uh, you know, that was that was sort of when I felt like, okay you know, now I've made it like now, or at least I've made it for me. You know what I mean? Like I had never imagined in a million years that I could possibly get the attention of, of the number one contender to give me a one-on-one 30 minute interview and, and I got it. So, um, that's, what's happened. Uh, but yeah, I totally, I totally hear you about going out to the shows, sort of interviewing fighters there. That's definitely something that, uh, that I could, I could get into. It's all, it's all, um, it's all a little complicated for me, Aaron, because, you know, on the one hand, I can. You know, I don't really consider myself a member of the MMA media necessarily. I, I consider myself more of an uh, an, an opinion uh, persona. You know, um, although it's it, it's a gray area and it's getting grayer. When I'm have, you know, when I'm having interviews with with Gilbert Burns and stuff, it's getting grayer and grayer. Um, but just I'm speaking generally. I, I've always thought. You know, uh, I mean, first of all, I'm sure. I know there's a lot of fighters who, who like me. I know there's a lot of fighters who hate me because I didn't say <laughs> anything nice about them, you know, two years ago, and I don't even remember that. So, that, and again, that's just who I am. That's how I've gone about this whole thing is, is just saying what's on my mind, saying what I think, not always trying to keep everyone happy, just sort of telling the truth. And, um, so I haven't, yeah, you know, you bring up a good point. Uh, I guess I haven't given it as as much thought, you know, going to the events and interviewing the fighters. I haven't given it as much thought as maybe I, I should uh, I should be.
0: Well, I would, I'm just speaking as a fan outside. This is just me. And, I mean, you, you do the podcast. That's your world over there. So this is just like, if it's nothing, then just take it as that. Because I know nothing about it. But I would actually, I think I would enjoy you interviewing somebody or hearing an interview like the one with Gilbert Burns, but also with the people that you don't necessarily get along with or that you said like your honest opinion about them, because then you're going to have a real conversation with the fighter or with somebody who disagrees with them, which doesn't, they don't always have that in their camps and surrounding them. Like you don't always see that sort of thing where if you're willing to, Hey, yeah, let's just go ahead and have a talk. Like I have this opinion, but you know, change my mind. Um, oh, Oh, I would
1: love nothing <clears> more. Just for the record, I would love nothing more than your idea. I would love it. I would love it. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a secret about. Or maybe you know this already, but I don't know. Not everyone knows this. MMA fighters are some of the most sensitive people I've ever met. Um, you wouldn't think so, right? You would not think so. You'd think I'm a cage fighter. I don't give a shit with some little dweeb on his you know some little dweeb cartoon mme oh he calls himself the mma dude he's car- you know who cares what he thinks that's what i would assume that they would think but people man they care and they don't forget um so i think i would have trouble just even just getting them um, to agree to the target in some cases but but maybe that's you know now i'm thinking out loud as i say that maybe i'm giving myself maybe i'm just making excuses maybe i should go and and try to hound them. i just know that uh I can't get too aggressive, or if these dudes lay me out, I'm probably not getting up,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's only a hint. There's a very small few that would lay somebody out that didn't care, and I think the Diaz brothers are one, are two of them. So,
1: well, luckily, I love the Diaz brothers. They've got no reason to be mad at me. So, hey, Nick or Nate, come on, come on the Split Decision
0: Podcast. That's perfect. Yeah, that's that was my next question. Are you guys? Do you guys ever interview? I haven't gone back through enough, or like I've gone back through some. I just haven't noticed any where you've done actual interviews on your podcast together or like individuals with with the different fighters like that. Is that something that you guys are gonna pursue in the future too, or is it just gonna be just mainly you two talking about the fights? Yeah, so uh, so our biggest – so we've done three out
1: of 88 episodes, so not not too many. We've done three. Uh, the first one was Gary Tonin from uh, One Championship. He's a little bit better known in uh, in, on, in the East where he's a top, top contender. He's also one of the best BJJ uh, practitioners in the world. Um, so we, we interviewed Gary Tonin first. It was a great experience. Gary was great. We've, we've had nothing but great experiences. The second one was Juan Adams. Great guy. Unfortunately, he got cut from the UFC, but we're still in touch. And then that third one was was the big one, and that was the most recent. That was about a uh, little less than two months ago. And that was Gilbert Burns, you know, who's, who's fighting Kamar Usman for the belt next, uh, early next year. And um, the Gilbert Burns episode got us a ton of new uh, a ton of new subscribers, you know, a, we got a ton of listens. But the interesting thing is that we've we've just kind of come to realize or at least notice that when you when you I, I need to be careful about how I word this for sure um if you don't have like a top five fighter in the UFC like top five in their division on the show um be shocked how many people don't care and all I mean by that is we can back it up with numbers I mean our our episodes would uh our episodes would I wanna I wanna make sure this is hundred percent true. It would only dip. The only time we've seen it dip week over week, besides maybe, you know, one or two random weeks, I don't know, was was the the, the um the guest the guests episodes. People wanted to hear us debating more. I wish if that sounds shocking to you, it was shocking to me, trust me. I was like, What? That that doesn't make any sense. I think that people are very interested if it's a top five fighter in a division. Otherwise, you know, I think a lot of them skip over, which is unfortunate by the way. But um, yeah, we, we didn't we didn't see the the ratings that we wanted to, the ratings bump. So that's really been the the primary reason we haven't done it more.
0: Well, and I can kinda see that where it wouldn't bump it because I mean, you just look at the top guys right now, like who <clears throat> most of the top guys that you would wanna like so Ben Askren awesome to have on your show automatic downloads because he's he's a personality right like he's he's made a character for himself he's funny he one of the best at trash talking like in making it funny and like sure. so he's entertaining like he's a super entertaining guy that's also a fighter and a really good one and then you yep. have you have like look at George Mosvidal before he started wearing the robes and the chains and doing the scarface thing well, who paid attention to George Masvidal? Nobody. Same thing. Like, yep. go down the line of all these people, and those guys make the other guys like Kamar Usman and you know, and Colby. Like, Colby makes him famous. Like, his attitude makes people like Kamar Usman. Without him, Kamar's just a, you know, he's a world champ, but nobody's going to download a podcast to listen to him talk. Yep. But now there's this feud, right? There's this. There's this these enemies or these personalities that are going after these guys. And so now they want to hear what this guy has to respond to, to these people. So, um, I can see where you would have to really get the personalities on your show to get the downloads. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You, you nailed it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you nailed it. So we're absolutely, you know, still interested in that again. I'm, you know, I'm interested in, in interviewing, uh, any fighters in the UFC and uh sometimes I I mean again I've I've developed relationships with so many of them that you know I mean I have (laughs) I was gonna say I have a bunch of private interviews sounds really corny and stupid but you know it's true that uh, there's many of them that um you know luckily I've 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 been around for long enough now on Twitter and you know with the podcast that I at least have a reputation for, you know, at least being, I'd like to think a half-decent guy so people can, you know, fighters know that they can tell me things uh, in confidence and that I won't
0: say, breaking news, blah, 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 if they don't want me to. That's a rarity, man. That is a big rarity in 2020 to be able to do that. Yeah,
1: I, you know, trust is uh, trust is a hard thing to earn and it's uh, it's easy to lose. So, you know, that's, that's one thing I, I've always wanted to really respect is is especially with the fighters you know just having them know that they can come to me and they can they can come to me with information they want me to drop they can come to me with information they don't want me to drop um you know and i think that that's led to more of them coming and seeking me out which has been great
0: that's that is so cool and see in my mind i love like these stories like listen you're building something from scratch off of a twitter account that You know, you got after a breakup and it's just working out and you build momentum and momentum. And in my mind, I'm just like, I'm excited for you. I'm like, I want to see you succeed. That's why I was like, maybe he's like, maybe one day you're going to see like Phil, the MMA dude, just like the schmo where he's going and talking to people, but then doing his own thing, still doing his podcast and getting all this information and just making a, a full time living out of doing what you love to do is talk about fighting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh shout out to the Schmo. I'm you know what? I'm uh he's he's another he's a polarizing guy too. I, I'm a fan of his, um, and I'll be the first one to admit I am so jealous of him and uh what he did. Now now we're a little bit different of course in how we approach things for sure. He's he's a little bit more of a you know, his he's his character and I don't really have a, a character, I'm kinda just being myself, even though that's a little bit of like a jerk or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh, but uh, you know, much so much respect to him. He really went out and just kind of made his thing happen. Um, I just I want to know where he got all that money to to
0: start it all. Man, what he did a great job. So hats off to hats off to the schmo. Oh no, he's awesome. I like he's super entertaining. Like the the thing that he has put together is is awesome, which is why I respect what you guys are doing because you're not following. You're not copying the schmo and you're not copying Luke Thomas and you're not copying Joe Rogan and you're not copying all these different shows, you know, Brendan Schaub, all of them. You're not copying what they're doing. You guys are doing, you're staying in what, like you created something that works for you and the fight geek together. Like this is you, it's authentic. I haven't heard another show that's even similar to the way you guys do it.
1: appreciate that man thank you um yeah it's been it's been it's been great it's been it's been great um it's been fun again you know we we keep growing uh i think that it's it's a it's certainly i'll say this you know when we started the show three years ago you could count the amount of pod like amateur podcasts from people on mma twitter on two hands for sure there were like eight of them And, you know, uh, most of them weren't good, like a few were, a few were very good, but most were not. And now I'd say, if you ask me how many, how many, you know, MMA podcasts are there from these Twitter accounts today? I mean, gosh, it's gotta be at least 500, probably more. So it's very, very, very highly saturated market. And, uh, Excuse me. I think that's our, our biggest struggle. But again, not too much to complain about. Our numbers keep going up and that's just been really humbling and shocking to me and
0: great. Well, I mean, no, no. I mean, maybe there are some people that want to go listen to some dude that, you know, like if you've ever been to a pay-per-view at a bar or something and you hear the guys at the tables, sure. next to you, you're you like, oh my gosh, dude, <laughs> you're not a fighter, you know, like you're not right. a fighter. You have no idea this is such a weird thing to listen to what you're saying right now. I'm not a fighter and I'm not saying those things. And I can tell that it's dumb, you know, it's like annoying. And so I'm sure there's millions, like I'm saying millions. That's a complete exaggeration, but there's a lot of like MMA podcasts where there's that guy that's at the bar just saying nonsense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely agree with that. um, i definitely agree with that there and you know there's also some there's definitely some uh some podcasts that have come up in the last three years from you know that are amateur like us uh amateur beginnings and and i'm like oh damn all right i gotta i gotta watch myself on i gotta watch myself you know these guys are for real and all me and we will even have like conversations about it and stuff so uh you know we we definitely keep track of uh keep track of everything, I try to listen to as much as I can uh, just because I feel like, you know, if we're not getting better, we're getting worse, I'm a big believer in that saying, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse so, you know, just looking to constantly improve, we've, uh, I mean, you know, if you were to take uh, like the first or the second episode of the Split Decision podcast, Aaron, I, I bet you would uh, be very unimpressed if I'm being honest. I'd be like, <laughs> "What is this? What is this crap? This isn't very good at all. This this sounds like crap." Uh, that's my honest opinion, and I think it's crap. <laughs> I'm not proud of the first few episodes. I'm really not. Um, but you know what? We had to start there to to get where we are, and uh, I, I think I would like to think I'm trying to say this now. I would like to think that the show has improved uh, very dramatically since.
0: Well, I mean, it's a, it's the same thing as anything that we do. Like in in Muay Thai, if you walk in, you suck when you go in there, like you suck bad. I mean, but you have to put, this is one thing I'm a huge believer in and you have to test whatever you're going to say, whatever you're going to do, uh, this is the one reason I hate censorship on any sort of platform anywhere, and that is because if you put something out there, it'll be proven whether it's true or not and how good it is when it's put out there and left alone to get criticized, right? So when you put yourself out there on a podcast, I mean, it's one thing to say, yeah, I'll do a podcast and it's awesome, but as soon as you hit record, like your opinion about that fighter, what you said is on the internet... And somebody has it forever. Like, that is that is something that you've put down there. And they can listen to that. They can criticize you on it. They can make fun of you. But if you keep going and you keep improving where other people would stop making those episodes, they'd be like, dude, this, it's so bad. I'm going to stop making the episode. But you keep going. And then somebody finds it at episode 20. And they're like, oh, I like this. Somebody finds it at episode 60. And they're like, this is a sweet show. And you know what I mean? And it just keeps growing. Yep better and better like that you have to have those reps in otherwise you everybody starts everybody starts like that nobody flips the switch plugs it in hits record for the first time ever and goes uh, they're just like the top podcast
1: yeah no absolutely absolutely and uh i'm not even and, and and i you know i am talking about you know like that improving you know improving our our you know me and me and fight geeks chemistry from episode to episode that improved but what's even crazier is you know we even—I mean—our format has it has changed so much. People probably wouldn't even recognize the show in the first few episodes because we used to just—man—we used to go down like every single fight on the card from last week and just talk about every fight. And it took us a very embarrassingly long amount of time. I'm not even going to say uh, before we were like, no one cares. Why are like, we? We don't care. They don't. They definitely don't care. Why are we doing this? And so we just slashed that. You know, we and then we used to take you know twenty minutes for every fight pick, and and we just you know we slashed that to four minutes. Uh, and, and now it's mostly bigger subjects, and uh, you know, usually I'll. I mean just between us, usually I'll choose subjects that I generally have a, a slight feeling Fight Geek may disagree on, you know. Uh, but but he, look, I'm not always right. Sometimes, uh, you know, I mean, he surprised me all the time. Sometimes he'll be like, yeah, you know, I think blah, blah, And I'll be like, oh, okay, you know, we agree. And it can be a little, that's where I think, you know, if there's ever any anxiety, it's when we agree a lot on an episode, which does happen every once in a while where we have these episodes where we just agree a lot. But man, we just know, and you kind of... You spoke to this earlier how, you know, if, man, if we had ever did anything like that, first of all, I just hate the idea of it morally because that's fake bullshit. But second of all, people would tell in one second; they'd be able to pick it up immediately if someone wasn't being legitimate with you know what they thought was going to happen in a fight or what their opinion was about a certain champ. So uh, you know, we take those episodes where that means every once in a while we're going to have an agreeable episode. But uh, you know, I think that the the it's far better than uh, you know the other option.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. And and I mean, I I actually had this question on my. It's just something I thought about after listening to several episodes of your podcast. I was like, I wonder if the MMA dude has ever convinced the fight geek to change his mind once. Oh, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh listen, on air, on air. I think I've done it. I think I've done it on air like Okay, three times in eighty-eight episodes, so not that many. But um, I think he's gotten me to change mine even uh, a few times. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we for the most part we're both very strong, strong-headed guys who, who don't change. But I think that we both have a few a few Ws of even on air convincing the other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was it's just something that popped in my mind cuz I listened to him like you're like, "Come on." And he's like, "No way." And you're like, "No, for real." You think that? And then it goes back and forth and then it ends like, "Okay, we're moving on to the next subject." Cuz <laughs> but it, it I was like, "I wonder if they've ever made each other change their mind.
1: We totally have. I'm trying to think of the last. I feel like we've done it in the last Definitely the last like definitely the, definitely in 2020 I got him to change his mind on an episode. Man, I wish I could tell you which ones so you could check it out. But uh, definitely in 2020, we had one where I got him to change his mind. I feel like it happened like three months ago. So maybe, you know, maybe like 12 episodes back. So we're at 88. So I don't know, 75, 76. But... Anyways, it's rare, but it's happened.
0: That's it's super fun, like to think about. It. It's really funny just because that has to be a really compelling argument with two like alphas that have done their research and know their stuff that what they're talking about with their opinions. That yeah. it, it has to be very rare that you get the other one to change their mind um, when you when you guys are so knowledgeable on the subjects. Yeah, absolutely, and all of that. Uh... All of the
1: passion, all of the maybe you even hear a little bit of like legitimate uh, anger from I think both of us sometimes, that's all 100% real. (laughs) People uh, people sometimes like, yo, oh man, like, you know, how do you guys, you know, keep this all up without pissing each other off? And I'm like, no, no, we pissed each other off very seriously <laughs> like you know that's i mean it, it's it's gotten bad enough before where we're where we've gotten into like outrageous fights or i'm like is this show gonna last 20 episodes that's why i said how shocked i am we're at 88 but um we absolutely piss each other off we've just kind of learned that uh, that's what works
0: for us so y- so you said you found them on twitter like you guys met on twitter is that where we you met, met? yeah and and when you guys got done with the episode, did you both talk afterward and go like after the practice episodes? You were like, "Dude, this is fun."
1: You know what? No, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if it was. I think I, you know, I don't know if it was fun for him at first because I think that uh, he's a he's a very he's a very uh, strong headed guy, but he's also a very. Um, polite guy, probably more polite than I am. I think I'm a little bit more confrontational just in my real life. You know, um, you know, if someone if someone's like being an asshole and cutting me in line, I'm going to let them know, especially if it's like an asshole. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like a little lady, obviously. But Viking, uh, but geek, Viking's different. He He's a little bit more, you know, reserved and, you know, he wants to be polite and so it took I don't think he had fun for a long time Uh, he started you know I I had to kind of you know once he started I kind of had to explain like yo we have don't take this personally like we're going to go at it and it's going to be real but you know this is what gets us good good listens good ratings and um, I think he didn't like it at first but but uh, you know if anything he probably deserves then more credit than me because he came in Without knowing what the deal was, he didn't know that he was going to be in this argument. He didn't know I was looking for an argument. I didn't tell him that, right?
0: Uh, and and so he maybe deserves more credit than me for, for adapting and becoming,
1: you know, I said he, I couldn't ask for a better co-host. Uh, you know, I knew what it was going to be. He didn't know what it was going to be. And I think it took him a while to, to uh, learn to enjoy the the fight
0: dude that that's such an awesome story that like i would have figured that both of you were having fun it does sound like you're both having fun so i kind of i kind of would figure that he would be um but that that's hilarious that he's (laughs) that's hilarious that neither one of you are like or that he wasn't at least like dude this is a lot of fun i want to keep doing this and he just kept doing it anyway you're
1: right right no i mean i I, that's i've often asked him why he And that's a great question. I still to this day, and I'm not entirely sure why he kept doing it after that first episode before we were an official team. Um, And we've since gone on to, by the way, we've since gone on to form our own company together so that we are, you know, it's not, um, it's not something where I own the show and I can fire fight geek or fight geek can fire me. Uh, We own uh, the show 50 50. It was how I insisted. It was something I wanted done i mean obviously you know it i I think it'd be awkward to do it any other way uh with a co-host where you're you had you know where you're arguing and you want to be honest with each other all the time um and uh and uh but yeah i mean when he first i don't know why he kept doing it at first because i was just some weirdo from the internet
0: (laughs) that's awesome that you gave like that you got you started the podcast and then bring him on later and then you split it 50 50 that takes a lot that that shows a lot of like Passionate as to and and the type of person you are so you're saying he's polite but like obviously you guys have a good relationship and that's the best way to do business you're like you're you're cutting it 50 50 if this thing does something if it grows if it gets bigger the sponsors come on money comes in like it's all ours split down the middle i love that
1: yeah absolutely absolutely uh we're always you know we're always working uh working as a team and again we've had I mean, I can, I can, you know, I don't even, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't know where to start when I say we've had our disagreements. I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> um, not even with, you know, and not even just MMA. Uh, we have a ton of uh, personal differences, um, you know, in, in almost every aspect of life, actually. We are, we are almost, uh, yeah, we have a ton of differences. So it's pretty cool that, at least for me, it's pretty cool that I've been able to uh, to you know to keep him as is uh, such a close friend with with us being so different.
0: Well, you know what? The world needs more of that. Not in mm. I you said something very valuable right there to everybody in the world. Like that, if anybody's listening, just please take this. If you're on Twitter and you're like or social media and you're you scream at people because they disagree with you, just know that they're, they're the same as you behind the screen talking and these two dudes that don't agree with anything have a podcast together they split 50 50 with and <laughs> love doing it and that's super important to be able to do like it's it's a rare skill nowadays to be able to do what you and the fight geek are doing
1: yeah i well i appreciate that aaron you know coming from you especially that uh that really means a ton because uh, i know that that you know what you're doing so you know, that holds a lot of weight thank you sir
0: <laughs> no, no problem. I, I'm the worst at taking compliments, and like I love giving them. So that's a, that's a tough one for me. I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, what else do I I'll say? Take as many as you want. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, I guess this has been a fun conversation, dude. I really enjoyed talking to you. Like it, it's. It's every bit. It's fun, man. It's fun. It's it's as fun as like listening to your podcast, dude. I love it. Um, Where can to do again sometime? I had a blast, bro. Oh, thanks, thanks. Uh, Let everybody know where they can find your podcast. Um, The name of it, all that stuff, and anything else that you want to shout out for the thing. Let let everybody know what what you got going on. Thank you so much. Yeah, so guys, uh, I co-host a podcast.
1: It's called the Split Decision Podcast. That's four words: the Split Decision Podcast. Uh, we are available on iTunes. We're available on Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, every platform where you get your podcasts. We're there. But again, uh, just wanted to clarify that it is uh, four words: the Split Decision Podcast. Because I think there's another that tried to copy us. And well, anyways, four words. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's us. So um, you can find us. You know, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I already said all that. But uh, thanks again, Aaron, for the time. I, I had a blast, man. I really did. This is a, this is a great
0: show you've got, and uh, you know, uh, I, I, let's do it again sometime, man. Oh, absolutely, dude. I would love it. Maybe if I want to do an MMA segment on it for some big fight, you can come on. Like that would be a blast. You and the fight geek can come on. I don't care. It, it would be it would be an honor for me to do that. That would be awesome.
1: Sweet. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you again for your time. I, I, I had a great one.
0: Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Later, Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you to Phil again for being on the show. Uh, That was really, really fun. Don't forget to like, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes if you enjoy what you listen to. And share, share, share on social media. And until the next episode, see ya!